What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the midweek. Week, uh, midweek. We are on a Wednesday night. Our new show with my co-host, Mr. Pete from Niner Fanatic Podcast. How you doing, sir? What's going on, Beto? Happy to be here. Like stoked to to start a show with you. Like uh, uh, admired your show for for a minute, and we've done some stuff together in the past. Like, uh, but yeah, it's good to have just a show dedicated to. To two different, uh, what do you what do you call it? Two different uh, kind of viewpoints. Yeah, exactly, bro. And, and just getting two different perspectives from two different, you know, vets that love the Niners. Um, I am going to create a an intro for both of our channels to to promote since we're going on both of our channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to follow uh, Pete uh, Niner Fanatic Podcast. Give him support. Uh, he does great content. Uh, and he has great guests, so make sure to follow him. We'll be going live together every Wednesday, God willing, at 6 p.m. We'll be talking 49ers, uh, talking once training camp starts. We'll have more to talk about, but we're going to collab every Wednesday. So make sure to join us. I'll be on my channel. He'll be on his channel. Support us, and uh, let's have some fun. So to start off our first um, live together bro we're going to talk about the 2023 49er defense and my favorite part of the team same here i'm a defensive a guy played defense and i loved coach defense and uh i love defense last year we were rated number one in a lot of categories pretty much in all of them yeah um when you have a number one defense like we had it last year you really don't you just hope not to lose players you want to kind of keep your core players together. You don't want to lose any uh, players when you have the number one. But the Niners not only didn't lose that many, they added to our already great defense by adding Hardgrave, uh, pa- uh, inside pass rusher. They can move the pocket from the inside to exi- exi- help out Bosa on the outside. Um, before we break the defense down, uh, Pete, who was the addition that the Niners added, whether it's uh, during the draft or free agents that you're excited to see this year? Well, I mean, I think everybody's got to think that Javon Hargrave is going to add a hu- an entirely different dimension to this defensive line. I think in the last uh, 2019, I think Niner fans specifically got obsessed with with the defensive line. And because that year, I mean, it was our pass rush was ungodly. And from that point forward, every defensive line, every year that our defensive line, we compared to that year. We've still, we're still talking about the 2019 defensive line. So, so for in like the last couple of years, I would say they, they've been getting like a little bit less and less kind of sacks and, there's always been the who's going to be on the opposite edge of Bo, uh, Bosa, who's going to be that other guy uh, taking some of the workload from Bosa, and what's going to happen if Bosa goes down, like uh, all that kind of stuff, all those kind of questions. So Javon Hargrave coming into the middle, this is to me, this is going to finally free up Eric Armstead to become the the force that he was when we had DeForest Buckner. Uh, I don't think we've had a a guy in the middle since DeForest Buckner that could take that pressure off of him and as well as Bosa. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be phenomenal 
just having that body to push the pocket inward. And now they all of a sudden they can't double team uh, because who are you going to double team? Who are you going to double team? If you double team anybody, somebody's coming free. And it's uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm super stoked about uh, about Javon Hargrave. I mean, last year in 2022, the main player that offensive coordinators had to plan against was Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa was your guy. Kinlaw wasn't. Eric Armstead was kind of hurt, didn't have the greatest year. Uh, we were rotating on the opposite side. Samson wasn't that good. That's why he's no longer here. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manny, who wasn't that good. That's why he's no longer here. Yet, Nick Bosa was the focal point of that defense, and he had 18 and a half sacks. Being the guy they were double teaming. Yeah. Now you bring in a guy like Hargrave, Pete, that is able to man- do his own damage. So now offensive coordinators can't just focus on Bosa. They got to focus on Hargrave. How much more is that going to open it up for Nick Bosa, the great? I mean, can he finally hit and get that sack record, break that sack record this year? Yeah, it it's entirely possible. We're just hoping, like uh, for me, I'm personally hoping that Bosa can, this will give Bosa a chance to uh, to kind of maybe be a part of the rotation and not have not have to carry such a high load. Like, uh, uh, so his, I think that actually his sack total might go down a little bit, but I think it might make him more effective, if that makes any kind of sense, just because you've got other guys picking up the slack. And and it's not just dependent on him to get to the quarterback. He won't be the only one because we got another guy on the other side that everybody can't wait to see. I know I can't like uh, in uh, Drake Jackson that that's also going to be a new added. Really, I mean, he was here last year. He was, but he was a rookie, and eventually he hit that rookie wall. He's beefed up. Like uh, now, let's. They said he hasn't lost any of his explosion. Let's see if he. Let's see if he just gets uh, gets in into the whole game. He had three sacks in, in limited snaps last year. He didn't have hardly any snaps, and he still got three sacks. And that was with him being a rookie. I, I'm really interested to see what he's going to do this year. Yeah, not only did he have the three sacks, bro, but he had, I, I think he had like five batted balls. Yeah. We haven't Super had long. that in a while. Um, this kid, I'm excited about him as well. Uh, if this kid steps up to be that D Ford, uh, you know, kind of guy, I mean, this front four, and you you alluded to this a few minutes ago. Uh, Eric Armstead's best year was in 2019. He had 10 sacks. Why? Because the pressure wasn't really on Eric. The you know the double coverage was on Nick Bosa, the rookie at the time, and it was DeForest Buckner putting the pressure in the middle. Now you add Hargrave. Bosa has. Uh, he's not a rookie anymore. Uh, he's more of a skill player in. And then you add Drake Jackson on the outside. Um, Armstead can be looking like a very good uh, candidate for to get some sacks. And you made a valid point. Maybe Nick Bosa doesn't get the sacks this year. But I don't know about you, Pete. I'm more of a pressure guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy sacks. You know, sacks are fun to watch, you know, for the stats. But the pressures that you put on a quarterback, getting in the quarterback's face, having him hear footsteps, disrupting his 
uh, progression, you know, disrupting him, uh, looking at the receivers. Um, that's what you want to do as a, as a defender. Uh, if you get a sack, great. But put that pressure. How many people have gotten sacks that are not earned sacks, if you will? Mm-hmm. They're, the quarterback just happens to run your way, trying to get away from someone else and lands into your arms. So yeah. you get credit for a sack. Yeah. But pressures is something that you create. It doesn't just happen like sacks do. Um, are you on the same page with me with the sacks and the pressure type of thing, uh, Pete? I, I'm absolutely on the same page with you. Like, I, I love uh, – that's what we liked about Amenahu. He didn't get a whole bunch of sacks, but he got a ton of pressures. And and that that's, that's what we're looking for is somebody to push the pocket consistently and get pressure on the quarterback just to make him uncomfortable. The 49ers had a ton of turnovers last year compared to their previous years. And I think a lot of that had to do with, well, I think D'Amico had a lot to do with with that, but like uh, just dialing up the pressure and blitzing a little bit more than he normally would. But I still, the pressure and getting in those quarterbacks' faces, it, it's everything. That's And with Steve Wilkes here now as our defensive coordinator and him coaching up the back end, pause, like uh, the the, it's it's going to be even it's going to make that pass rush even more effective in my opinion. Like I, I that, is that what you were kind of thinking? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're right with that secondary. Uh, Cause the secondary really complements the, the front four and the front four definitely complements the, the back end. Um, Pete Carroll with the Seahawks. And we're not going to talk too much about the Seahawks, but they believe in building from the back. They believe if they can cover well, and not allow a receiver to to get to his spot that even the uh, average pass rusher can get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But now if you have an elite pass rush and you're able to uh, defend and make sure that those receivers don't get to their spot, how much more uh, pressure can you put on a quarterback where the quarterback can, make, can go to his first week? Because I don't care how many good pass rushers do you have. If the quarterback has time just to go to his first read and get the ball out, you can have you can have five bolsas on the line and still not get a sack from that quarterback. But yeah. if you can have coverage in the back end and yeah. the quarterback no, has to hold on to the ball, has to hold on to the ball, right? That pressure is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that we can bring in the outside pressure and the inside pressure, uh, and you're right, Steve Wilkes coming in, as a defensive coordinator, but not only that, he specializes in where? In the secondary. So he's going to mm-hmm. concentrate on the secondary. He's going to allow the front four to still be managed by Chris Kacerik, and I love that. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm getting more and more excited about Steve Wilkes, and it's because what has the consistently weak link of this defense been like, I, and I use that term loosely just because is there really a weak link to a number one overall defense? I don't know that there is, but if there was a weak link, it would be the secondary. It's the one part where we've, we've been looking for a number two, uh, a number two cornerback and really a number one quarterback. Like uh, we've been, and it looks like Shavarius Ward is going to be that guy, like uh, that number one uh, steady, number one cornerback. But then, we had been looking for the the two that was going to be opposite him. We thought it was going to be Emmanuel Mosley. 
He couldn't stay healthy. He's no longer here. Now you've got Amador Lenore, who has stepped into that role, and it seems like he's getting, from what we're hearing, is getting better. Than, and he was solid last year. Uh, but not only those guys, the the depth that they're building uh, with those corners, like they have five to six bona fide depth corner, de- like worthy corners, like that can play. I feel like, and including the rookie. So we don't really know what he is yet, but but I still I th- I have a feeling about him too, and I think in his probably in the second year he'll probably show out more. But Steve Wilkes is going to make a like a like a world of difference because we've already we've always had Chris Kasurik, uh coaching up that that uh, D line. We've always had. Um, we've always had the linebackers. I mean, D'Amico was here to coach up the linebackers, but we've got the best linebacker and the middle linebacker in the league in Fred Warner. It's it, the secondary was the only part that was really missing from being dominant. And I, and I have a feeling they may take a step to that this year. Yeah, absolutely. Just want to acknowledge a couple of people that have come in. Daniel Cantu. Uh, we got our girl Dawn in the house. We got uh, Jedi in the house. How are you doing? Damian Lee's in the house. Rafael, 562 Niners, faithful supporter of the channel. Long Beach. Is in the house. Uh, Bryant Hope, one of the greatest uh, guys out there, man. Check out his channel as well. Uh, And, you know, if you have your wives or your sisters or women that want to hear a woman's perspective, check out his wife, Tony's uh, Cope's channel, Ladies of the Empire. Get the perspective from a female from a female about your beloved team. I like to listen to myself just to get the perspective of a female because we're always mm. so used to the male uh, standpoint. It's nice to hear it from a, feel, a female standpoint. Um, True that. So uh, Steve Wilkes comes in first year as a San Francisco 49ers coordinator. I ain't taking nothing away from D'Amico Ryans. He did a mm-hmm. marble job. Marvelous job here. He moved on to be the Houston head coach. Robert Sala came in and did a great job, and he moved on to be the coach of the Jets. But these guys were rookies at defensive coordinator spot, and they did a great job. But you're bringing in a veteran, Pete. You're bringing in a guy Mm -hmm. with a lot of years of experience, not only as a head coach but as a defensive coordinator, He's going to be in the booth. He's not going to be in the sidelines. He's going to be looking at uh, primary to the secondary, making the proper adjustments. There is nothing under the sun that a offensive coordinator can throw at him that he hasn't seen already. He's seen it pretty much all. And this is what I love. I love the experience of a coordinator like uh, Wilkes, because he's seen it all. He's been coordinating for years. And he's been a head coach. And he's too. been a head coach, correct. And so bringing that type of attitude and working with our secondary. And you mentioned uh, uh, Shaveria's ward, Mooney. Uh, you mentioned Lenore, who really stepped up towards the end of the year and really started mm-hmm. to say, This is my job to lose. I'm not going to lose it. And, and just took off. Then we lose Jimmy Ward, a uh, versatile player, liked him. But you bring in someone like Isaiah Oliver, six foot, 200 and plus 10 pounds. This guy is going to play the slot. But not only is he going to play the slot, do you know what 
Steve Wilkes loves to do? Blitz. Blitz. You know what we did? You know, we only blitzed 21% last year under D'Amico. Mm-hmm. We're looking at about 32, 38% with Wilkes blitzing. And who blitzes very well? Isaiah Oliver there. And not only that, but we have Womack that hasn't really, that is starting to step up looking good in the offseason. We brought in um, uh, the the corner uh, looter that, yeah, that looks very promising. Daryl Luter Jr. looks very promising. Um, Hufanga. Ambry Thomas. Ambry Thomas has started. They said he's looking good in, in so far in OTAs also. I mean, it's going to be different when they put the pads on. But Yeah, but, you know, he can only benefit from a skill coach that, that helps out to the secondary. Thomas uh, should benefit from a coach like Wilkes. Um, then you have Hufanga, right? You have Hufanga. A uh, second year, uh, starting as as a as a starting uh, safety. First year, he made it to the Pro Bowl, All Pro. First year, uh, you have Gibson, mm-hmm. who as a vet, just really took off last year. Five interception. He's going to be a beast this year. And then they're then they are developing this young kid in Jair Brown. Uh, in the background, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, Bringing in Wilkes with his young secondary, the sky's the limit of what these guys can be under this coach. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I, yeah, I mean, you said at the best, uh, I'm super excited about you. You made me pick somebody that I was excited about at the beginning of the show, but I'm also uh, almost equally excited about Jair Brown. And I just think the more we hear about him and the more they describe him, uh, and oh, now this is OTAs. Yes. Like you don't want to get too excited about OTAs, but he's taking away the ball. Yes. And that's, that's exciting to hear because that's something that it took. It took Jimmy Ward forever to start getting picks <laughs> and he's a ball like, yeah. So, but what it makes me think is now you have, because he's not the fastest. He's from what I understand, he's not the fastest, but instincts and what do we think of when we hear the word instincts what are the what is the one guy on the team that that we've been talking about instincts since he got in the building hafanga (laughs) so if you have hafanga if you got two hafangas on the field and that's what that's what makes that's what i think of when i'm thinking of jair brown i think that we're gonna like eventually having hafanga and jair brown on the on the field same time being able to uh, kind of rotate them on like uh, move Hafunga down on one down. Next down, you move Jire Brown down, and they can they can both blitz. They're both they're both ball hawks, <laughs> and it's I think it is it's it has the recipe to be a very opportunistic defense. Yeah, it doesn't matter as it doesn't well matter as your strong safety or your or your free safety. Yeah. They both can inter- interchangeable. Inter- yeah, it's changeable. And that's what you want in the defense. Um yeah. and you made a very valid point about Hufanga instincts, but one of the things Hufanga kind of had to be thrown in there. You didn't have a guy like Gibson to kind of uh work with him and tutor him and and he struggled his first time and he he got caught looking too much and sometimes when you get caught looking you're going to get burned and he had to work mm-hmm. on those things right but he learned under Gibson now you're going to have Jair Brown to sit and learn 
from Tashawn Gibson and pro approach uh, pro um, and develop under. Yeah. He's going to get opportunities this year, uh, but he's going to learn from Gibson. So when Gibson does, if he decides not to come back next year, now you can move on with uh, Brown and have that combination of, of Hufanga Huff and Brown back there. And who, who cares who plays safety or strong safety? They're both interchangeable, and you can utilize mm-hmm. them both for your advantage. And then you have locked on corners, and then you have a, a, a punishing uh, a corner in the middle in uh, Zay Oliver. I'm telling you, this defense can historically be uh, make a history this year. Um, it can be the the two thousand the nineteen eighty four Niners. It can be the two, the nineteen eighty five Bears, the two thousand Ravens. I'm talking about those type of caliber defenses. Is particularly if Drake Jackson uh, really, really uh, plans out the way we hope he will. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's sick to think that you got the, you had the number one defense last year, and they looked so dominant all season long. Uh, that nobody was able to run on this team, uh, run the ball on this team, and no, and honestly, that even though we count, we counted the secondaries a week, because it really, it really wasn't that they weren't people weren't scoring points, and, and like that's really all that matters. So it's yeah, were they giving up yards uh, from time to time? Yes, but they weren't scoring. They weren't letting people in the end zone, and that was the important thing. But they, they really kind of. It's just amazing to me how this team finds a way to find pieces to fill in, to fill in the little holes. Every single season, they find a way to find this guy to improve this area of the team. The one, the one area that we all think is a weakness on this def that we all think is could be a weakness on the defense. Oh, they find Isaiah Oliver. Like they did, they weren't the greatest at the slot position. They get Isaiah Oliver. For not a lot of money, and uh, and then you get, and then you get Javon Hargrave, which none of us thought was going to happen. <laughs> like uh, that, that was just unbelievable in my in my opinion. Just and the only way that they could do that was because they because of the salaries of the of the quarterbacks that they have on the roster. They're not really paying anybody, <laughs> so it's but it's going to be it's going to be awesome this year. I I can't. All I all I wish is that they is I just want them to stay healthy, like we've been we've had injury after injury on this team as the years have gone by. I just want them to stay healthy because I know at the at full strength there's just no. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? See, the Seahawks think that they've got. Uh, I know I don't want to mention the Seahawks again, but the the Seahawks have got this. Three-headed monster now, a wide receiver that everybody thinks is going to be so great. They got another running back. Uh, everybody thinks that somehow they may win the division. I, I keep hearing this chatter about the Seahawks. I just don't know how you're going to score. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to score on this team. It's it's going to be silly. Yeah, and, uh, you know, ever since Brock Purdy, I know we're going to uh, continue to talk defense, but ever since Brock Purdy came in and took over the offense, we were putting up 30-plus points. So it's not mm-hmm. like this offense can't put points either. So it's it's yeah. going to be up to the Seahawks off defense to stop our offense and our defense to stop their offense. And I, I'll put my money on the Niners defense before I put it on the Seahawks defense. And yeah, we are a bad matchup for them. Yep. 
Like, uh, I mean, if you go player for player, it's a bad matchup for them. Absolutely. And they have improved. And if there's mm-hmm. a team that will give us fits in a division, it is the Seahawks. I'm not going to take nothing away from them. I'm not worried or concerned about the Rams. I'm not definitely not worried about the Cardinals. They got problems of their own. Uh, the Seahawks are that nasty team under Pete Carroll that never goes away. You know, it's that freaking cold or cough that it is kind of mild, but it just doesn't go away. That's the Seahawks. But um, the Niners, uh, you know, like you said, matchup per matchup, both sides of the ball are, are better. Uh, they may have right now, maybe a quarterback, uh, but not by far. Uh, so I think the Niners will, will be fine. And this defense, and we didn't have a, we didn't have a hard grief. King law was, was drafted to, to replace Buckner when Buckner was traded away. And for those that didn't like the Kinlaw pick and wish we would never done it, remember, if you love Brandon Ayuk, you have to be okay with the with the Kinlaw pick because without the Kinlaw pick, you're not getting Brandon Ayuk because we mm-hmm. we traded spots with uh with uh Tampa Bay uh mm-hmm. to get that to use that. So I'm just saying. But finally, now we have Brandon and you, and we have the King Law that we always wanted in Hardgrave. So the Niners, at least, they re- they admitted they made a mistake by letting uh, the for- the Forrest Buckner go. Um, and then you know what? We didn't. We're not getting that pressure from the inside from King Law. He can't stay healthy. We can't go another year yeah. with King Law. So what did they do? They got aggressive. I love the way Kyle said, Kyle says, we went over, a Kyle, no, no, John Lynch said, me and Jed went over to Kyle's house and we talked about getting a player. And Hargrave was the player they wanted and they went after. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I wonder who's going to get the best player in this uh, free agency. I was not thinking the Niners. I was like, okay, I yeah. want to see other teams, you know. And when I heard Hargrave, who was arguably the best D tackle in the free market coming to us. Oh, bro. I almost fell off my chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty, it, it, it's just an embarrassment of riches. Yes. That's really what it is. Like uh, it's, I mean, teams were already frustrated with having to play the 49ers. There is no team that wanted to play the 49ers because we're going to be physical on offense and defense. And at the very, I think there was some some streak of teams losing after they played us. Yeah, after after playing us, like uh, they had, like teams were just they were gonna lose after they played us because, I mean, they were just so banged up. And it's this defense has a chance to be even more physical, and I just I love it. I love it because I think that's the way you play football. I think that's the way you the game should be played. It's it's not just a it's not just a game of X's and O's, schematics and speed and this, that, and the third. It's about imparting your will on the other team. Absolutely. And and that's that's what football's about. Like uh, so I love that they that they refuse to give away that identity of being physical and just keep hitting people in the mouth until you give. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great article on the athletic. If you're not uh, signed up for the athletic, I I would really highly recommend that a lot of great writers on there. And and Isaiah 
Oliver that wrote on Isaiah, and he said himself, one of the teams he wanted to go to was the 49ers. Because even though Atlanta beat us last year, mm-hmm. he said most of the team was spe- specifically on offense. They got their butts kicked by Cincinnati the week after because they were all in pain and hurting. Um, teams get hurt and they get they get beat down uh, by this uh, strong o- office and defensive type of uh, style that we play. We are physical, 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 physical. I mean, it's never been done in history of the NFL since, since it has existed that 15 teams, whether we win or lose, it doesn't matter, they lose the next game because that's how physical we play. And Kansas City would have would have been one too, but they came off a bye. But you know what I mean? So whether we be, beat you guys and win or we lose, we play so physical that you're guaranteed to lose the week after. That is unsert of, bro. 15 and 0. 15 yeah, and 0. That's crazy. It's a crazy stat. Like <laughs> Yeah. We play eight we play what 17 games so only out of the out of the whole year only two teams and they were they came out of buys. I mean one came off a buy and the other one just um one I think it was the Bears. Yeah. Other than that we physically just pounded Everybody and their mamas uh, when they came to playoffs, bro. And that's one of the reasons why Isaiah Oliver wanted to be a Niner because he wanted to impose his will on other teams. And he wanted to be, you know, who doesn't want to be part of greatness? Yeah. And, and for, and let me mention this for those Philly fans out there, like you're one of the, you're one of those, those teams that lost after playing us. So even if even if we did lose our quarterback, even if we didn't look like our normal like the the normal 49ers, it was they were still they still you still lost after. So yep. you're part of you're part of that statistic regardless if you like it or not. Yeah, exactly. You you, you lost, you didn't win it. Um and it's just a great statistic. I mean, I'm looking forward for this year uh uh Pete, I know we're all excited, we're fired up. If if you can hold an offense to uh, seventeen points or less, which the Niners can do, mm. and you can put up more than twenty points, that's and we've seen that happen with Brock. Um, this team is poised. I mean, Vegas has this team great odds of making the Super Bowl mm-hmm. without a quarterback. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. When was the last time you hear Vegas having great odds and putting you in great odds to win a Super Bowl without a quarterback? Yeah. That's how good this team is everywhere. Running backs, receivers, tight ends, offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, uh, corners, safety, everywhere. Yeah, they're stacked everywhere. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's like... And now we added uh, uh, Jake Moody. Uh, if he can plan out... <laughs> He's a Michigan. He's your boy. Hey, yay. Go blue. Yeah. You, know, you know, you might not like the pick, but he's part of the team now. We're fast yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. No, now we need the now. best from him, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter who we liked. Uh, it doesn't matter who we wanted to pick at that. That's all in the past now. Uh, they're all 49ers. And all that matters is that they produce. And exactly. If they, if they produce, nobody's going to remember that, he, that. Well, I mean, some of us might remember, but uh, but nobody's going to care. There like uh, if he hits the 
if he hits a game, then the first game winner he hits, everybody's going to forget. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. You made a valid point. People may not forget, but then it's not going to hurt as much. They're not going to care as much. Uh, if, if he's planning, you know, if he, if he hits those game winners, um, especially if they're 50 yards, uh, a 50 yard game winner. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be like, uh, you know what? Oh, I'm okay with that. Especially when you hear, uh, of Trey um, Sermon no longer on the team. TDP, I don't know how he's going to turn out. He's still question mark. Mm-hmm. You hear about these two running backs. Yeah, I'm okay with the pick there if he uh, if he can just do what he needs to do as a kicker. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I mean, we just need somebody that's productive. Like, then realistically speaking, uh, we've gotten nothing out of the third round pick uh, for the last, like, what, two, three years. So it's... Uh, if we can get anything out of that and he ends up being the kicker of the future, I mean, it, it just, it, it just doesn't, like I said, it just, it won't matter at that point uh, that we've got some, some production out of the third pick and uh, or the third round pick. And then you've got, uh, and then you've got Cameron Latu and, uh, and Braden Willis also like in the mix and all the guys that they pick, they have such a penchant for, finding those those gems in the in the later rounds that I'm wondering which one it's going to be this year. Looking at the picks, bro, and again, we're not going to know really into about two, three years from now. Yeah. But what's on paper, and if it looks like this might be one of the greatest drafts that the Niners might have uh, done, and it's not determined yet. we got to wait a couple years, but... I like a, a lot of the possibilities. I like um, the kid, uh, Brendan uh, Willis uh, from mm. Oklahoma, tight end. I like um, the kid from TCU, um, um, the linebacker. Uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, D. Winners. D. Winners. And I'm really in love with uh, the kid from Purdue, Graham. Uh, that kid is going to be, he reminds me so much of Fred Warner, same body type. Same frame, same mm. everything when Fred Warner came out of a college. Um, and I love that uh, from him. I love his uh, ball hawk skills. And uh, Jair Brown, uh, we moved up to get him. You know what I mean? So a lot of these players, bro, um, can definitely, definitely uh, be a great draft. Yeah, uh, again, sure. we have to wait a few years to kind of really see where we're at. But I like this draft. Let me ask you. Uh, real quick, uh, Pete. Who is your breakout player defensively? Uh, your breakout breakout, breakout player. player this year. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out and say. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Drake Jackson. I mean, I just. I really have a feeling about the kid. I think he's supremely talented. I think all he needed to do was build up his strength and the stamina like uh, to get through an entire season and to do what this, what this, what Kasurik wanted him to do and really what Kyle wanted him to do. I think we're finding out more and more and more that I think Kyle has more to do with the defense than we would think. Like uh, I, I think a lot of these guys not getting chances to, uh, to play on their, in their, their rookie season are getting cut down early is I think that's Kyle. I, I really do. I, I think that he's a guy that's just like 
no, doesn't like what he sees, and he's like, nope, I'm shutting you down. <laughs> like, uh, you need more seasoning. We're gonna we're gonna put you in the oven for a little bit and let you cook. Uh, and like, uh, but I I think Drake Jackson can't, took that as a challenge. This year, he's come out looking. I guess he gained like uh, he gained some weight. He gained a whole lot of muscle, and they said he didn't lose any of uh, his athleticism. So I just can't wait for training camp to start so that we can get to see these uh, these guys with pads on and get an idea of the actual of how they're actually going to look uh, like when it comes when the season starts. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I definitely agree. I just want to give a shout out to Tanisha is in the house. What's up, Tanisha? Tanisha. Also, David Villa came in a little bit earlier today. Uh, he's in the chat. What's up, David Villa? My boy, yeah, David, David McNiner, is in the house. What's up, McNiner? What's going on, fam? The chat is on uh, fire, yeah. or should I say pineapples? The yeah. chat is on pineapples. <laughs> if you don't know the story of the pineapple. Yeah, I don't. Um, and I've watched their show, but I don't I don't know the story of the pineapples. The, uh, David, I mean, Brian Cope decided to replace the fire emoji with the pineapples uh, to uh, in a way of giving credit to the commercial of George Kittle with the pineapple in front of him and him being butt naked. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but he was butt naked, and the only thing that was keeping his private for being shown was, the was pineapple. one pineapple. <laughs> and uh, Bryant liked that. He got yeah. excited about it. So, uh, you know, in, in a way of uh, backing up Kyle, I mean, excuse me, uh, yeah, Kittle, he does the whole <laughs> a pineapple emoji. Yeah. Personally, I think That's he got cool. a little excited about yeah. Kittle. Yeah, I, I didn't want to take it there. but <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian, Brian uh, he is married. He's a married man. He's a married man with a lot of kids, so yeah. there's no question there, bro. <laughs> exactly. Um, so breakout player on, on uh, defense is uh, Drake Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now we're staying on defense only. I want to ask you, who's going to lead and takeaways this year? Who's going to lead and takeaways? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Hafunga. I think Hafunga takes a step forward. Huff. I think Hafunga takes a step forward, and I think that. He's going to be more. He's going to get more opportunities this year because it's another year, and I think that he's going to get better. Like uh, at that, I think Steve Wilkes is going to work with him, uh, like uh, on honing his instincts and not necessarily just going for the first thing that he sees, but like kind of, kind of, kind of just turning that more into uh, more into ways to take away the ball and not so much just to lay the guy out. Okay. Like uh, I, I think that a funga, like because I look at this, I don't, I'm not quite sure that Deshaun Gibson is gonna start the whole season. Uh, I have this feeling that Jair Brown is gonna work his way into the lineup. I might be wrong, but I like uh, I had this feeling Jair Brown's gonna work his way into the lineup. I think the kid is really talented, has a ton of heart. I don't know if you watched the uh, the interview that uh, Jay uh, that Jay Apani did uh did with him but sick like i i just have a lot of faith in the kid i love it love it so for me my breakout player is also drake jackson and my takeaway guy 
on the ball for me uh, is also Hufang Huff. So we're we're kind of in the same. You know mm-hmm. what? No, no. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna go Lenore. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say Lenore. He's he definitely might, gonna get the ball thrown against him the most probably. Give, give him give him some love. All right. Are you ready to play a game? Absolutely. All right. We're we're gonna make it fun. This is something that I want to give credit where credit is due. This is something that Mariah from 49 Uh-oh. Faithfully, she did this <laughs> in our show yesterday, yeah. and I loved it. And I'm, so I'm going to piggy bank off of her. Uh, I'm doing this is not my creative idea. I'm not that creative. This is hers. Uh, credit, and I want to give all credit to Mariah. So what we did, and we're going to do me and you, um, although there's four of us, on that chat, so it was teams, but me and you are going to go against each other. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick one quarterback. You're going to pick a quarterback, uh, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, and a defense, okay? you The defense, you have to pick the year of that defense. So, like, oh. okay, the year of that defense, you don't have to break down, like, individual players. So it's the year of that defense you want, and we're gonna we can't go no, no. For, we we can only go from nineteen ninety five to now. So forty niners though, right? Yeah, forty niners. Yeah. So you can't go past. Uh, you can't go ninety four, ninety three, and then one coach, one head coach. And what we're gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make I'm gonna put your list and my my list, and I'm gonna put it on Twitter, and we're gonna pass it out, and we're gonna see. Which, if these two teams played each other, who would win? Mm. And whatever the votes are, you'll be you'll be team uh, Pete, team Beto, and though though the they'll be the ones that give us the points. And then on our our next show next Wednesday, we'll give the results. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna put your name, Pete, and then Beto. So again, one quarterback. Two running backs, uh, three uh, uh, receivers, uh, one tight end, and a defense from uh, whatever year, not going no further than 95, Mm -hmm. and then also um, one head coach, okay? All Niners. So since since I started the game, I'll go ahead and have you start. We'll go back and forth. And obviously, we can't pick the same player. So it has to okay. be something different. Yeah, so, I figured as much. <laughs> so, so we're starting with quarterback. You can start any position you want. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna start with quarterback. <laughs> I'm gonna go Joe Montana, of course. Joe Cool. Joe Montana. Yep. He is the. I mean, he to, he's our goat. I'll say that he's our goat. All right, I love it. So I'm in okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh I am going to go. I'm gonna go Jerry Rice. Rice. Okay. I'm gonna go Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go Frank Gore. 
Frank Gore. All right. I'm going to go Kittle. Mm. I'm going to go. How many wide receivers? Three. So you got two more. Oh, we got two more. Okay. Um, I am going to go. Mm. Two running backs to uh three wide receivers a defense tight one tight end and what's the other what's the other one so it's one quarterback two running backs three receivers one tight end a one head coach and uh one defense okay walsh you can't 1995 oh you said 95 ah <laughs> uh then I'm going Shani. Shani? Okay. Yeah. Shani. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Ayuk. Okay. I am going to go Debo. Debo. All right, so I got one, two. Um, I'm going to go with Garrison Hurst. Okay. I am going to go the 94 defense. 95. Oh. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, then I am going to go. I'm going to go 2022 defense. 222? Yeah. 2022. I'm going to go 2012. Okay. Defense. I so am, you have uh you see you have one receiver left, yeah, one running back left, and a tight end, and then a head coach. You said I oh, have no, a no. running. You, well, have, a, you got the head coach. Sorry. Yeah, I got a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. Yes, that's it, right? That's it, and you're done. Okay. Uh, let's go. Hmm. I got so far. I have Debo and Rice. Yes. So and it's right on the tip of my tongue. Like, uh, okay, I am gonna go. You picked Garrison Hurst and uh, and CMC, correct? Uh huh. So I'm gonna, and I got Frank Gore. So I'm gonna say uh, ninety-five. I gotta keep keep remembering ninety five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta remember ninety five. Uh, but there is there is no chance of them getting hurt, right? So no, no, no. I'm gonna go. This is, this is them. At their so best. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mostert. Mostert, Raheem Mostert. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
Most because I got Shanny as the coach. So, <laughs> so I need another receiver, and I need uh, a coach. I'm gonna go George Seifert. Okay. Super Bowl winner. Seifert. Go ahead. You have what do you have left? Uh, you have you have you're looking at uh, tight end and one receiver. I am gonna go. Anquan Bolden, bastard! I that was that's that was my guy. Yeah, good pick. <laughs> I should have wait. You know what? I should have got him first because Seifert. Yeah, see that I made that was my mistake because I you couldn't take another coach, so that coach could I could have taken him last and that would have been okay. That's my mistake. Good choice. Um, Baldwin. Um, <laughs> um, it gets pretty thin after 95. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take, uh, I'll take William Floyd. I mean, not William Floyd. Um, what was his first name? His like, you can take, was, you can take William Floyd. <laughs> no, no. Uh, his, his, he was, his name was Floyd too, but, um, Oh, Brandon Lloyd? Or Lloyd. Ah, do I want Brandon Brandon Lloyd? I want the best of the best. Do you have Rice? Uh, You have Rice? What year did John Taylor retire? Was he in the Uh, 95 roster? Say he was there in '95. Let me, let me see. Yeah, I don't want to take him if he's not there. I took Owens. Yeah. Oh, I Bolden, dude. I I slipped on that one because you couldn't take no other coach. You already took your coach. Yeah. That's a good pick. That was um, Bash's pick last last yesterday. He 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 likes the uh, Bolden a lot. Who is passing? They have uh yeah, he was there in ninety-five. Was he? Yep. All right, I'll take Taylor. John Taylor. He would have been a number one receiver in a lot of teams. And and so we uh so you, what do you got? One, uh, two, three, one. Two, one quarterback. Yeah, that's pretty much. So what we'll and do then is I have I have tight end left. I think. Oh, that's right. You do have a tight end left. And I'm going to take uh, my guy. Uh, I have his his jersey. Uh, uh, what? Uh, why am I blanking on his name? <laughs> Give me the number, and I'll tell you the name. Uh, Eighty-five. Vernon Davis? Yeah, Vernon Davis. Davis. Cool, cool. All right, so. I almost took Brent. Somebody mentioned Brent Jones in the chat. I, I almost took Brent Jones, like, uh, but then I was just like, Vernon ah. uh, Davis was just so dynamic. <laughs> like, he was a monster. So what? what am I missing here? You have. 
Did I not take a running back? I think I have one more running back. Do, no, it's two. Know. You took Mostert and I Gore. Mostert and Gore. Yeah. So I took uh, oh my quarterback. I'll take Steve Young. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's only two choices. <laughs> Steve, wait a minute. I take Steve Young, but you can't have Joe Montana. Oh, he wasn't there in 95. Correct. Ah, okay, you took Steve Young. I will take... I just thought about it. If Steve Young's playing 95, how can Joe play in 95? Uh, 95. Ugh. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I and, and I just remember right say... now because Steve Young, yeah, he, yeah, they both couldn't be playing. Yeah, it's really between Jeff Garcia and uh, and Cap. Uh, I am gonna say, uh, I'm going to say Jeff Garcia. Garcia? I'm going to say Jeff Garcia. Okay. So I'm going to put, I'm going to, what's up, Joey? And we got Marco Scott in the house. What's up, guys? Uh, John last, oh, 95 was John Taylor's last season. Yeah, okay. it was. Yeah. He, um, he had like 40 catches or something like that. Okay. Um, let's see here. So I'm going to put this on Twitter. I'm going to put the team together. I'm going to send it to you as well. Uh, uh, Pete, and then you put it on your Twitter, uh, and you let you, you let all your fan bases know about it. And then we'll, and then you'll, you'll show your, your team and you'll show my team, both of our teams mm-hmm. and tell them if these teams played against each other, who would win? And yeah. they just, the, the only answer they, they need to give you is either you Team Pete or Team uh, Beto. That's it. Yeah. So when a win for you, it means a loss for me. A win for me, loss for you. And then we'll, I'll get your uh, your response. And I'm putting integrity on this. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you can't tell me 50 people told you when you know, Team Pete and you only gave it out to one person. So yeah. is this based on integrity on amongst each other? We're going to add the we're going to add the wins and losses. And then we'll we'll see. A lot of people, a lot of people say that this is the greatest team ever. <laughs> I'm, yeah, gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get my Trump on. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, keep politics out of here, bro. Um, so uh, yeah, so we'll we'll make it fun, and then we'll figure out something next week just to make the show exciting, uh, something fun. Uh, and again, credit to Mariah for bringing this up. She's uh, yeah, Brent Jones was another tight end. Mm-hmm. That we could have went with. He was great too, uh, but you can't go wrong with Vernon Davis or Kittle, yeah, for sure. Uh, I got caught slipping on the Bolden one though, There's and no I got caught that... slipping on the on the quarterback. Like, uh... so at least we're fair, right, on that one because you yeah. got caught slipping and I got caught slipping because yeah. I could have taken Bolden and then taken Steve for later because you already had your your coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. What you didn't have was okay, and you know what she added. She added a utility player. Okay, a utility, utility. player, uh, and that like can what? be it, it. Can be a receiver, it can be a running back, and or it can be. Uh, no, this is fine. She added. I'm not going to copy her completely. 
yeah. I'm going to change it up a little bit. We'll go with just what we have. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we'll definitely uh, add it all together, hopefully before, uh, definitely has to be before next uh, show on on Wednesday. So every Wednesday, guys and girls, we're going to be coming live uh, together, me and Pete, uh, at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, make sure to follow us. Make sure to follow Pete's channel. Make sure you uh, vote for my team. And make, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't agree with you. No, 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 no. You, you got me. You almost caught me slipping again, bro. I like that one. You threw that in there. Yeah. I was going to say, because I'm trying to build, you know, yeah, yeah, vote. Nope. No. Yeah. In this case, vote for my team. Um, is any, You got anything you got going on the, the rest of the week on your channel, brother? Uh, I have another. Uh, I have another show tomorrow with uh, with uh, Brandon Peebler, like uh, from the. And I'm trying to remember. I'm blanking on his the name of his show. He has an NFL uh, show. It's an all NFL show uh, with a group of his boys. And man, I wish I remembered the the name of his show. I feel really bad right now. <laughs> but uh, but I'm going on with him tomorrow. He's actually like I mean really knowledgeable really good uh we've had a we've done a show before uh and good chemistry so like uh, i'm really excited about it uh so yeah check it out on, it'll be on my channel on niner fanatic uh, podcast uh tomorrow at eight uh, at 6 30 pacific time there so. you go and then for me on friday i'm going to be going with my co-host uh jess from uh, east coast red and gold we go live at 5 p.m pacific and eight o'clock eastern so make sure to check us out on our new channel niners now podcast make sure to subscribe to that channel on youtube appreciate the love uh real quick when you do put the teams that i sent out to you and you put it on well you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna just hashtag you on twitter Mm -hmm. and then you can copy it and then and then hashtag me on it is that okay yeah that'll work because you'll see it on twitter when i put it up there so i'm gonna put team uh, Pete and team, uh, and what I'll do is I'll put our logos. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll put our logos on top. So your team underneath your logo and my team underneath my logo, and you'll see who has the better team. Oh, what, look, this guy, <laughs> this guy. But hey, this was our first show. We talked about the defense. How excited we are! Everyone that tuned in, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the show. We appreciate you. Remember, we're going to be live, going live on both of our channels every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So you can show me love and then go over and show uh, Pete some love. And I'm, we're going to come up with uh, uh, some type of intro that kind of benefits both of us uh, for or bo- both of our channels. Maybe I'll mix this intro with mine. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but, you're the master at that. So <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the show. Until next time. We are out of here. Go Niners. Go Niners.